It's Eglantina Zing. You might have heard some things about me, perhaps. And yes, I am all of that and much more. And in my podcast, The Zing with Double G, I will be sharing my views, thoughts, opinions on culture, society, feminism, sex, and all of it. All of that everyone is thinking, but no one dares to talk about. Every Wednesday, I will be offering you a new episode with incredible guests from celebs, friends, big names, authors, artists. And also, since I love talking to myself, will be only me talking my head. The last episode of the season will be exclusively for you guys with my subscribers. So we'll get to chat. I will get to read some of your DMs, play sort of voice notes and talk basically of whatever you want. So don't forget to subscribe, join the fun and listen to The Zing every Wednesday. You can find The Zing at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcast. Follow me at Eglantina Zing, Z-I-N-G-G, to DM and get in touch. Let us explore and lose control. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to The Zing with double, double G, double the fun, double the pleasure, double the pain. And um, it's been amazing right it's the fifth season of the zing so i want to from the bottom of my heart thank you all for making the zing your favorite podcast for giving us so much love for all your comments and today we're closing the season that has been a lot about relationships and we've seen everything anything could happen but love always wins um today we have a very special guest I am honored to call my friend, but it's one of the biggest pioneers, boss women, girls with balls, and the ultimate definition of it. And uh, I say pioneer because she had the vision of, uh, of building a brand and a, a, an empire uh, when something was not happening. I was working in MTV as a VJ and a television channel, and there was not social media. And what we call that term influencer, she has made it really the definition of a woman's business success and uh, extraordinary opportunities and, um, and, um, and also example for every other girl that has a dream that they can make it true. Today, I have the honor to have today with us in our season finale, and sorry I get super excited, and sorry not sorry, <laughs> Camila Coelho is here from Brazil Hi. to the world. Thank Welcome. Thank you. Bienvenida. Obrigada. Obrigada. We're going to speak Portuguese because our gente se pone muito celosas. They said, you have to speak Spanish. Yeah, well, I wish my, I'm working on my Spanish, you know. I understand everything, but... I can speak as well, but I know, like, I mix a lot. When, like, you know, there's such similar words. Portuñol. And then I feel like, yeah, Portuñol. But I feel like I'm speaking it wrong, and then I'm like, you know, I stop. So I, I just need to, like, take... Maybe you give me a Spanish class, and then I'll give you Portuguese. Yeah, we're going to do exchange here. <laughs> How much is going to be that? Listen, I would love to give you some Spanish classes, but I don't think you need them because you understand everything. Yeah. I might be a little bit more in need. <laughs> But I do have a teacher. Thank you very yes. much. <laughs> very good one. <laughs> the best. The best. The best. Um, Kami, you came to the U.S. how long ago? So not right now you are... Oh, my gosh. How old? Am I? Oh, it's been a long time. Wow, 21 years. I Tw moved in 2002. Crazy. Wow, wow, I'm getting old, guys. 
No, come on. I moved into <laughs> 1998. I, I, wow. claim, I claim that I'm a Miami founding member, but you, you didn't move to Miami, no? No, I moved to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. That's where my mom went, you know, where we went. And um, my parents were already divorced. So I was there for four years. I just did high school mm -hmm. in Scranton. There's nothing going on in Scranton besides, I mean, they don't even shoot the office there. But the office, made, like, it's supposed to be in Scranton, Pennsylvania. But it's a very, like, American town, small. So, like, coming from Brazil, for me, it was a bit of a culture shock. But at the same time, I liked it because it was new and I love changes, you know. So as a, as a teenager, I was 14 years old, um, it was exciting to move to a different country and learn a new language, but it was also hard. I uh, but I lived in Scranton, Pennsylvania for four years, and then I moved to Boston, where I lived most of my life, where, you know, Ikaru lived, um, my husband. And then we, when I was already working with social media and all of it, we decided to try Los Angeles. We stayed in Los Angeles for about three years. That was fun. And then, but then we felt like it wasn't it, you know? Mm. And then we decided to try Miami, and it was the best thing we did. I am obsessed with Miami. I think it's my favorite place so far. We want her here, and she's never leaving Miami, the <laughs> sunshine state. Yes. Very, you know, very similar to Brazil, and, like, you know, it feels very It's closer to being. Yeah. So I love I it. moved to Miami back in 90, 1998 to study marine biology and work with my brother in a wow. construction company, and it was a very different landscape. Yeah. I am so proud because every, uh, ever since I was a little girl, I saw so much potential in this city and I see it striving and with people like you saying that this is the best city in the yeah, world I feel it like is hopefully if it rains you have to have patience because no delivery is gonna come you know what I love the rain see it used to like LA does not rain and I we missed it so much like last night me and Nico it was a huge like, like very thunderstorm huge and we were just staring outside and like oh my gosh we love this so much like the rain makes Happy? We were just in LA because I have a foundation, Goleadoras, which I think you're familiar yeah. with, uh, Girls with Balls, and we're doing our annual gala in Los Angeles this year, which oh, we are yeah. super cordially invited. Thank Not you. invited, you're requested, <laughs> <laughs> needed, <laughs> and you must be there. Um, and the weather was so crazy. It was cloudy and rainy. And so much In the middle like of the LA. summer. So wow. I was like, this never happens here. So yeah. I think climate change is a, yeah. it's a, it's a real thing. It's a big issue. Well, going back, like, you know, as you, I, I, I came to uh, the U.S., which this, is this country that gives you so many opportunities yeah. to develop yourself, uh, even with the struggles. But I don't know if you do you think you would have been able to do the same thing in Brazil that you have achieved in the U.S.? Definitely not. Um, I mean, maybe, but like the chances would be very, very low. I come from a very humble background. Uh, I come from a very small town in Brazil where like you know i wouldn't have access to much right mm -hmm. and that was one of the reasons why my mom migrated into this country and my parents got divorced things got hard and you know my mom already had family here so she decided to move just to provide the best for her children which i appreciate so much it was hard for her she worked you know two jobs and w growing up seeing her work so hard made me like at 14 years old, you know, made me want to be independent early and, you know, 
uh, be successful and like go after my dreams and you know maybe one day like provide for my mom or like you know be somebody and that's you know us america that's the place to do it but i i had no idea that things were gonna go where it went um i i just remember like i was still in high school i got a part-time job you know when you're 16 you can get a job so yeah. i got a job at like a restaurant i got a job at a pizza place after <laughs> just part-time job and like having my little money on the weekend like it felt really good not having to ask my mom for money yeah. because she worked so hard already and that was like my first feeling of like being independent and that's early like in brazil i'll probably not work until like i don't know what age and and We'll probably live with my parents forever like it's very or get normal married or other until i get married um and then at 18 years old i moved out um i you know i was like an honor student in high school the Look whole, the whole four years i was a little geek <laughs> but i made the decision of not going to college right away and my mom was like very upset in the beginning but i knew i don't know in my heart i just I needed to follow my heart and at the moment it didn't feel like you know at 18 years old it's hard for you to make a decision like that what am What's I going to be what 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 career do I want to follow and I didn't know what I wanted and I was scared to like having to pay for college and like all those things and not making the right decision like what do I want to do I just wanted to move out of Scranton because there was not much going on yeah. there so I moved out and the first job one of the first job the first job I got in Boston was working at a department store, which was Macy's. And I was working at a Dior counter selling makeup as a sales associate. I just wanted to like have my independence, have, you know, live alone and figure it out what I wanted to do. But that brought me to beauty makeup, which is something I always liked. Um, and it was through those years that I found social media, YouTube. I found one video of this girl, Candy Johnson. She was just, you know, doing a little tutorial. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could do this. I was a makeup artist then. I became a makeup artist. Then I was like, I can do this just to show my friends that they don't have to keep bugging me for like mini tutorials how on how to do, do their eyeliner. I'm about to ask her. <laughs> so basically, I started my channel. I had no idea what I was doing. I just, you know, had a little digital camera, very yellow lighting so bad but people <laughs> liked it they engaged and i was like what what's going on like you know it was so new like it was not you know you yeah. just talked about it it was not a business it was not a career like it was not anything like people wouldn't put videos tutorial videos up there it was very few people doing it so because it was new you know people liked it engaged and i started growing my numbers started growing it was i was shocked the whole time i was shocked but i kept doing it it made me excited it made me happy because i felt like i was helping other girls you know with their self-esteem yeah which is the most important thing like i was teaching them something and True. that led to them feeling better about themselves um and the messages that I would get, everything like will make me so happy. But anyway, I'm talking so much. No, I um, love the talk and the, it, it's amazing because I have uh, several questions around everything you said right now. And one is starting is like, um, you come to the US, it gives you a great opportunity, but do you consider yourself a Latina? I always, I am a Latina. I, I'm because Brazilians are a whole different yeah. continent, no, you know? No, <laughs> I, I, I always say I'm a Latina, I'm Brazilian, but I, I'm, I mean, what am I? Is right? It, Gee, we're Latinas. No. <laughs> I, I hope so, because Leandra, my girlfriend, who's Brazilian, yeah. where I met uh, Camila with, it, she's like, oh, whatever, Brazil. 
Latina. We're Brazilian, but we're no, Latina. Medina. She's very on. conscious all about it, but I find it funny because you guys are one of 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 your own. Uh-huh. So you have an energy, a, a savoir-faire, a sexiness, mm-hmm. a hardness, Brazil. The first time I went to Brazil, I was 12 years old and I went to Manaus because my father is an explorer and a pilot and I grew up in the middle of the Venezuelan Amazon. And he wow. took us to Manaus and he took me all around Brazil, Pantanal, Oro Preto, Rio. I felt madly in love with that country. And since 12 years old, you will ask me where, after traveling the world, more than 90 countries, where would you like to live? And I will always say Brazil. Aww. But now my heart lives in Brazil. So Wait, I need, do, would I, you still I, live I there one day? No sé. Acho que sí. Acho que sí. Eu gosto. Oh, gente, muito linda. Estou falando bem? Muito. Muito. Perfeito. Muito. Tem que ter acento de Minas Gerais. Ah, Minas Gerais. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think it's it's very important. And then you say about becoming independent. And we have spoken here with so many women. And um, they are successful. They have gone through a lot of struggles. But they have reached a moment of, throughout all the, the controversy, uh, find their own independence in mainly starts with your economical independence yeah. uh, but some women out there a lot of our audience are still so shy to uh, give themselves that that position to ask for that uh, amount of money or to actually dare to start a business what would be your advice for uh, younger generations that still have that doubt You know, I think being a woman or not, like today, I just see it as like equals. Like it to me, it's not anymore about like, you know, I know there's still women out there who feel like, oh, I'm a woman or, but you shouldn't feel that way. Like Mm -hmm. you are as strong. I say women are stronger. I know, sorry, there's a man here in this room, but (laughs) you know, we are so powerful. Like we have so many talents and, you know, we're able to like, freaking do nine things at once like we're the greatest multitaskers we are like i feel like you can rule the world if you want so women looking at this right now listening like you are capable don't ever feel like you're less because you're a woman you are more Uh, that's my advice (laughs) that's a hell of an advice and when you say multitasker are you a multitasker or you have that male such a multitasker but actually i thought that being a multitasker (laughs) was something amazing but it's great that you can do a bunch of things at once my mind is just like i'm a pisces i'm like and with gemini i'm very creative and like i think about a hundred things at once and i want to do a hundred things at once um and i multitask a lot and but my husband always says you know multitasking a lot of times is not that great for me right for other for like what i'm doing is great because i can do so much but for me for my mental health is not so good because you're so like it takes a lot out of you right your mind is always going but i am a multitasker like if i feel like if i wasn't i wouldn't be able to do much (laughs) Uh, like i'm with my son and i'm like writing answering a at an interview and I'm like listening to what other people are saying like I, I'm just but it's in you you know like if you're a multitasker you're a multitasker there's no I feel like there's no way you you can like try to be a multitasker or try to not be a multitasker either you are like, or you're not my husband if he picks up the phone and I just tell him something he loses it he's like uh what did you say? he can't 
<laughs> you cannot. <laughs> cannot. Zero multitasker. But it male male energy. I know. One thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I drive him crazy. When I met him, he had hair. He's not my husband, but <laughs> <laughs> but Ricardo Tequera, producer, everything. Um, it's uh, very much hard to to follow because you're all over. It's not all over the place. It's all about the ideas you want to do. And yeah. you're, you're talking about Icaro, uh, her husband. I love that name. I think I connected Thank with Icaro. So when I met Camila, she was super madly pregnant with it was super skinny and a belly like that. <laughs> if I see you from the back, I wouldn't fucking know you were pregnant. Uh, and then you see her from the fr front is a beautiful belly, super sexy always, which usually women with pregnancies, they want to dress up with big things or. Yeah, I was, oh. I mean, I was pregnant in Miami during summer. So like my belly was out most <laughs> of the days, but it was like, I didn't, you know, but I also wanted to play with fashion and like, you know, experiment, my first pregnancy. So I wanted to look cute and like comfortable. So like, I I pretty much took my DNA of how I like to dress, like which is mostly like feminine, sexy, and went through it with pregnancy and I felt she, great. She pulled uh, it out amazing and hopefully you bring a line to all pregnant women that can feel <laughs> the same way. Um, but also, um, I mean, it's your, it's, your, it's your first pregnancy. Uh, You've been with Icaro how long? For 18 years? Wow. Since I was 17. Wow. How do you guys met? So <laughs> we met. Okay, this is funny. We, we met. I was still in Pennsylvania. It was my birthday party, my last birthday there. I didn't know it was my last birthday there, but it was my last birthday. I invited some friends from Boston. And then a friend of mine said, can I bring another friend? I'm like, of course, it's a party, bring whoever you want. And this friend was Icaro. And we met, there was nothing when we met because I was going out with this other guy. I hook him up with my friend. Icaro. Yeah. Damn. So Icaro like kissed my other friend. Like it was, we're, you know, teenagers having fun. And then a few months later, I broke up with this boyfriend. Um, I went to Boston to just, to my to my aunt's house and then i call everybody up i'm like let's go out you know everybody they went to my birthday we all land he could couldn't go so then i'm like okay okay dude whatever you can't yeah. go and then he calls me up later at night he was like i'm so sorry i couldn't go and then that's when we had a connection because he calls me up and he was so funny like he made me laugh so much that i went to bed like thinking of him <laughs> And then I was like, okay, you know what? So the funny thing is, this is the funny part, which a lot of people don't expect. I was the one who made the move in a way, because like when I say made the move is he called me that night, right? And I kept thinking about him. <laughs> and then I'm like, I want to talk to him again. But he, I guess he was like respectful. That's what he says. Like he didn't want to like show too much that, and I'm like, I want an excuse to call him again, you know? And it was Easter the following weekend. And I call him up to say happy, happy Easter. Easter. <laughs> 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 like, so awkward. <laughs> and, you know, and after that, I, I guess he realized <laughs> I wanted to speak with him. He, we kept talking. And when we noticed, we were talking every single day on the phone. We became kind of friends at first. And then we started dating. But, yeah, I was the one who made the first move. And then when Who did you prove someone to have, say happy, happy Easter? Easter. I don't know, but that's a great excuse. Maybe we should use it. 
<laughs> Easter should be like our holiday. <laughs> it is. It should be the anniversary for Camila yeah. and Icaro. Icaro, I love that name because um, I, I love animals. And um, there is an Aguila Arpia, which is an eagle, that it's an extinction and it's only in Panama. And the Panama has the biggest biodiversity mm -hmm. in, uh, in one of the biggest, uh, the, the fourth or third best country with biodiversity from all sorts of butterflies and uh, crickets that she just ate for the first time oh on the chapulines. <laughs> she's, she's very courageous I here. I still have the taste in my mouth. <laughs> it's, no, it's good. It's going to make you talk a lot. Uh. And um, the one in, in cautivity, it's, a it's the size, it's my size. Um, it's called Icaro and wow. it's it's loose in Panama and you I went all around Panama looking Icaro Icaro when you say your husband is Icaro and I was like dude I've been looking for you <laughs> for months oh, wow. <laughs> but you don't seem to me to be like an eagle no he's the sweetest and uh, you both have a, such a beautiful relationship yeah this season is about relationships and I mean if you met him at 17 uh, and you're like 23 so you're only been together for a few years. Yeah, but, I'm 23, uh, guys. <laughs> 24 tomorrow. <laughs> She's um, a Pisces, so next year. Yeah, um, 35. So, yeah, a long time. You guys seem super grounded. Uh, how do you keep it hot and spicy? And you mm, How do we keep it spicy? Well, you know, I think relationships, oh, I've learned that. Mm. No, I don't think, I'm sure. Um, through the years, I learned that the main thing um, for any relationship to work and keeping it spicy or not, I mean, for it to work, for it to be happy. For, yeah. Because keeping it spicy, right? Like be keeping the fire there. You, at first, you need to be happy. Like you need to still love each other, respect each other, admire. Um, and I think the main thing about keeping a healthy relationship is, uh, of course, respect, but communication is so important. Um, being with Ikaro and I, I think we've been this long together is because of really good communication like we always talk about everything like there's no uncomfortable conversations for us like we can literally talk about everything how we feel how you know like if there's any changes we want to make if there's like anything we can talk about and I realized that later I thought that I thought that that was normal with couples, but a lot of people have shared no. with me that like they can't have certain conversations with their no. partners or and I don't know if it's because we started so young that we always like, but we always had great communication. And one thing I learned with Ikaro right in the beginning, I was the type of person that if we fought, I wanted to like run away. I didn't want to talk. I just wanted to avoid. But he teach me to like, let's talk it through. Let's address the conversation. Let's not go to bed, like fighting with each other, like not speaking. So that also helped us through, you know, our progress as a, a relationship, as a couple to like have great communication um and with communication I, I say that it's a main thing because when you communicate you know if you're in the same page you know what your plans are for the future together you make plans together which is so important you're always looking for something like together right well, there's always like if you fight whatever there's always something in the back of your mind oh we're gonna accomplish yeah. this together we're gonna do this together if it's professional if it's personal if it's you know like having a child or yeah. if it's like traveling somewhere that we both want or whatever so communication is so important uh for us i think it's the main thing and with communication comes love respect admiration all of it 
It's honesty but, uh, and having the able to have those conversations. I think it's super important, and as you say, not everybody has them. Yeah. Because and then things, you know, your heart starts becoming harsh. Yeah. And uh, then you keep it inside until the moment that you cannot see that people's face, that yeah. person's face. Yeah. And but like, you know, most couples break up because they get to a point they're like, oh, you know, we love each other, we like each other, but that person wants to go a different direction. And that's when I feel there was no communication at some point, right? True. Where did it, Absolutely. where do you lose it? Like, why is all of a sudden this per your partner wants to go a different way than you? Anyway, but um, no, how but do we keep true. it spicy? No, we're going to go to that. But the point of uh, she keeps it spicy uh, with communication. No. A lot of tongue. No, yeah. A lot of tongue. A lot of everything. See? Yes. ¿Qué gusta más? ¿Qué gusta más? ¿Qué gusta más? Well, for me, the tongue for sure. <laughs> Mira, and she recently had a baby. So how's the frequency of the sex after you have a kid? Is it more I'm going to be fully honest. Yeah. Um, that's what we After want. having a baby, you know, it's not going to be, you feel like your sex life is never going to be the same after having it. Before, but it during, during the baby? During the baby also, like <laughs> during the baby, I was like on fire. Hormones. <laughs> Crazy. I heard that, you know, some women, they don't want to see their husband, but I want to see my husband every day. I was like on top of him. Like it was insane to a point that like, we're going to get twins. We're going to get another one. I'm like, okay, enough. <laughs> but um, after the baby, it's hard, you know? Like, there's so, still so much hormones. Yeah. The whole, like, postpartum, like, feelings, which is crazy. Okay. Like, some, day, ugh, some days you just want to cry for no reason. So, like, it takes some time for you to get back to even, like, thinking about, you know, all you think about is your baby. And it's normal. Like, I just want to put it out there. Like, if you just had a baby or if you're about to have a baby... Don't feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to lose my relationship with my husband, my connection. You're not. Just, it takes time. Communicate. Talk yeah. to each other. Very important. Use the tongue. And uh, <laughs> make yeah, sure you use the ways. tongue. Even if you don't want it afterwards, you'll be like, <laughs> shit, it feels so good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it's, it goes back to normal. Like now I'm in a very happy, we're in a very happy place, but it took some time. Like I, my son is 10 months now, but it took a few months to get back. But they, they say when you get pregnant and you just recently had a baby, then you can get pregnant easily, mm -hmm. e easier. Yeah. Are we having three in the conversation or are we just still two? <laughs> um, you mean like, yeah, we found another child? No, no, right now. Is she pregnant? Oh, oh. <laughs> Are we three in the conversation or we're just still two? Oh, okay, got it. Um, no, as that I know, I'm not. I'm trying yeah. to like wait a little bit and really enjoy my son. But I knew that like having yeah. sex right after yeah. is a big risk. You get knocked out immediately. But um, I want to wait until Kai is like a year and a half. But I think both of you should have more, 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 lots yeah. of tons of babies. I definitely want my son to have siblings it's the best thing to have siblings she gave birth and the minute after was like a flat stomach abs oh. and everything <laughs> I was like, you you exercise yeah well i always had good genes like muscle genes which helped me a lot you were but athletic at i school? worked out one thing i worked out my whole pregnancy my my trainer told me if you work out during your pregnancy you're gonna get your body back faster so if you're pregnant, you know, we have a lot of time in our hands, like especially at the end, yeah. like work out, exercise, take walks like I used to do even weights like when I was pregnant. And I did notice that after I gave birth, 
when I started working out again, like my muscles popped out faster because I was already working out Shit. before popping the baby. So it helps, you know. Before but popping, I, was it a natural uh, birth or no, was it C-section? No, I ended up being C-section. C-section. Kai was too big, like way too big. <laughs> how, how, how heavy was he? Almost four kilos. Coño. Yeah. It's like, it, what's that, 10 pounds, 12 pounds? No, like Ten almost p- nine pounds. Nine pounds. That was like three. The size of my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine giving birth to your dog. I don't know how big your nah. dog is. No, nah, my dog died in uh, 2018. She was uh, oh, 18 years old. No, biggest, uh, I cannot imagine as a mother, because when you have a, a kid, what is it of yourself that you say, like, I was selfish, and now have they, like, you know, what is it that's the biggest feeling that, or the, uh, the biggest trait of your personality that you let go? now by motherhood Mm, good question um that i let go i mean i try not to let go of anything like because i have him you know but it shouldn't be a sacrifice no it shouldn't so it's a very bad question you make sacrifices every day as a mother you do like you know when it let's start with like you know not sleeping as much and a lot of times i have time to sleep because i I know ikaru can be with him or you know the nanny gets to the house at a certain point but i want to be there with him like when he wakes up i you know in the beginning i was like no i want to give the bottle or after i started i finished breastfeeding Mm. i breastfed him for almost eight months and it was the best thing then you really don't sleep but Um, you know, I want to be there for him at certain moments where like, yeah. if I think about it, I don't have to, but as a mom yeah. who loves her son, like I want to be there and you sacrifice, you know, sleep, you sacrifice rest, you sacrifice a lot of things like that. Maybe you want to do like go out, have fun. I, I do now. And I, I think it's really healthy that you allow yourself to like travel alone and it's okay to leave the baby f- for yeah. a few days and do things for yourself. But you also sacrifice every day. Every day. Everyday things, like, um, but thinking if, you know, I don't know how to answer your question, if there's something specific. No, I think it was Um, a wrong question because as you say, it sacrifices every single day and what you just answer is like, it's the biggest love. So it's about, you know, balancing and you're giving him everything. Yeah, you know, there are some days I just wanna like, we do a, like a walk with him or bicycle, like a one hour um, walk with him from like six to seven every day. So he gets out and some days I'm like, I'm so lazy. I have no energy. I worked so much. And then I'm like, hey, God, I don't think I'm going to go. And then like two minutes before he leaves, I'm like, actually, I'm going to go. And then I feel amazing that Super. I went and like spent time with him. I'm outside with nature. So like little things like that, you know, like you do and it's worth it. Sometimes you're exhausted, but it's memories that you're creating with your family and those you will have forever. So I think it's super important. And especially nowadays you have so many kids that have uh, not the attention of the parents or such a social media involved. And um, you're just so perfect. You come out in every single one of your posts, impeccable. No. It's an impeccable mother, <laughs> impeccable women, impeccable business boss, girl boss. What is it of Camila Coelho that you, your skeleton in the closet, or that thing that nobody could know, or you don't want anybody to know? 
that you're going to say just here at the Zing. We're going to keep it a secret. Um, let me think about something that, well, G will be great. I think this question is, is good for somebody <laughs> that's like outside who She's sees like, me every answer day. Answer for me, please. <laughs> yeah. What's something really bad about me? Like, nobody knows. It doesn't have to be bad, but like something that nobody knows. Something that you're about. I can't, I'm very not, moody. And I think see. people don't. No, you don't know strike that. me as a moody person. People see me as, like, a lot of people say, oh, you're so calm, but, like, I'm calm, but then inside, I'm, like, oh, freaking out. You know, like, I have a lot of yeah. anxiety. A lot of anxiety. And there was a time, a few years ago, even my career, like, everything was so perfect. Like, I, I had just gone to the Met Gala, like, accomplished so many amazing things. You went to the Met Gala? Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> and, um, with Anna. Yes, well, Anna approved me. I went with <laughs> Diane. Um, von Fustenberg. Yeah, Diane von But, um, you know, there was a time in my life, it was everything professionally was amazing. Like, I couldn't ask for more. And I wasn't happy. I was having anxiety attacks. I was having, like... And I just needed to take a step back. I realized that I just needed to, like, step back, prioritize my time. What, how am I... What am I putting effort towards? Like, it, it couldn't be just work. I had to, like, say more no's to work. And then with the, with the time, spend more doing things I love. Like, with friends, with family, you know, taking a walk outside. I was working too much. Of course, mm. there's so many amazing opportunities that, yeah. I, like, felt wrong to say no to. True. But I had to at that moment. Because since I started you know giving back is so important like it makes you feel like you have a purpose right like everything you do has a purpose like giving back and knowing that you're helping somebody that truly needs it it's the best feeling in the world and that's what we do you know with the bazaars now I joined the bazaar for good uh, with my own bazaar that I used to do and it's it's amazing like I try to help my hometown since 2012 2000 no 2012 12, yeah 2012 I started helping just like nursing homes like you know the hospital like uh, children always so it's you know it I don't know I couldn't even imagine not helping anymore like and a lot of times it's not even just with the money from the bazaar if the money's gone then we're like we make a way to still help if there's there's opportunities. There's always opportunities to help. Like, do you always. play football? If you look a, for it. As a good Brazilian, do you play football? I don't play soccer. No. No? No soccer. But I play volleyball, which is very Brazilian. No, I, I'm sure you play soccer. I'm sure I you're mean, like I could try. No, I'm bad. I mean, I never really played soccer. Like, with my family growing up, with all the cousins, like, I have 40 cousins. We would do, like, 40 soccer. 40 cousins. Yeah. Soccer in the, like, the dirt, you know? But I grew up loving volleyball. Volleyball is my sport. We um, we love to invite you to learn more about them. But um, I fi find so interesting. You have 40 cousins playing in the dirt. And then you go out to the Met Gala and to the haute couture of the Christian Dior show. Who was the designer back then when you went? It was Half Siemens. No, no Galliano. No. She's, I'm too old, you see. You know, Half Siemens. Yeah, Half Galliano would have been back, but... I loved that it was half Siemens. It was so cool. And like, it was such, I think a good time for me to like go to the first Dior show, you know? You He's know, so that, talented. I started my modeling career in a very peculiar way because I forged my way into it. 
but um, a, there was this conglomerate of, um, of fashion brands, Italian fashion brands that would come to Caracas. Caracas was a big capital uh, in the fashion world and etc. Carolina Herrera is my aunt and the other aunt was a Christian Dior representative. So in any case, there was this Italian conglomerate and they wouldn't want me to model because my family was like, no, that's for girls who that are too easy with their goods. Oh, wow. So I was like, ah, I wanted to find my independence because my father will give my brothers a lot of money and cars and for me to give me 100 bolivares that is equal to about $5 to in the canteen of the school because they will send me with a lunchbox that had a hard-boiled egg and an apple. And all my friends were eating empanadas. So today I thank them because, you know, I have a very best nutrition habits. <laughs> 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 but back then it was like the social ruin. Yeah. So I opened a hard-boiled egg in the middle of the canteen. It was nothing. Yeah. My dad was like, please give me $10. Clean my cowboy boots. He had a collection of cowboy boots. I had to like look at the thing. Dirty. No, you're not getting 100 bucks. And I was like, give me a job, anybody, wherever oh. it could be. So my friend that went to school to me, with me, uh, her, his father was the owner of this conglomerate. And there was like, we offer you to come, blah, blah, blah. I would go to the casting, and there was an Italian lady, and it was like Armani, La Perla, and I was like, hey, all the women were like super skinny and super yeah. tall. And, uh, and she was like, no, as I was a little bit shorter and chubbier, I have athletic legs and whatever. She's like, no, it's not gonna fit or whatever. And, um, but she was just being a bitch because it did fit. So I was like, ma, allora, che caso? Ah, lei parla l'italiano? Io, sì, cento por cento. She made me translate to the models and in me, with such a little bitch at 14, instead of translating to the model that Domani arriva a las nueve de la matina. Y yo, tomorrow, mañana no vengas. Mañana no estás escogida. Mañana no vengas. I killed them all. So the day after, I arrived super early. And the lady is like, now we want cigarette. Ten, Camila. La italiana, mal hora, este cuesto tercer mundo. And I was like, Ella no están aquí, pero yo sí. Oh <laughs> my, and you got the job. I got the job. I made such a good impression. And then they took me to She's Paris. She's gangster. To gangster yeah. badass. Um, sometimes you have to survive, yeah. no? Well, that's not how I got the Dior show, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to the Dior show because my aunt had moved to Paris uh, at a very young age. But, bueno, she moved with her kids, leaving Venezuela, fleeing because of a political situation. Yeah. And she, they moved to Paris. And my aunt became um, the, arbit the um, arbitro. Not a referee, really, but uh, it was only haute couture. Mm -hmm. So everything that you know about uh, ready to wear, Galliano, Tichy, yeah. Gaultier, uh, newer brands, uh, Peter Piloto, Marika Tranzo, uh, well, a thousand. She had a little boutique in Rue Saint Honore, and it was called Maria Luisa Boutique, and now she has a whole floor in the Printom. She passed away, unfortunately, but I always remember her, and she wow. gave me my first opportunity to to walk in a Christian Dior show. And oh, you have walked the Dior see, show. Wow, see, I want to see, see photos. I see, and it was Gian, uh, uh, como se llama Ferrer? Uh, Gian, um, Giancarlo Ferrer was the creative designer at that wow. moment. And uh, Galliano did a bunch of little suits, beautiful. He's such a tailor, he's so talented. Yeah. Uh, all with his nails black and cigarette. And, oh. uh, bueno, he speaks perfect Spanish because yeah. he's from Spain. 
But wow, um, I love that story. I didn't know. I had no idea. I, I saw bueno because I'm very humble. <laughs> 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 but I needed to throw it out in this last episode of the fifth season wow, of look the at her. Zing. She's a model. Yeah, come on, and I wouldn't sit down if it was not front row. <laughs> 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 no, but I th I find it super beautiful of the way the technology and opportunities of of of, of how you have created uh, yeah. such a business. I wish I would have been so smart and had all those uh, talents at that time. You know, it, it took time and it took, um, I think, you know, for anybody who wants to accomplish something that they maybe think it's impossible, like work hard, know that there's going to be so many obstacles on the way. It's not going to be easy. And, um, you know, I think the people also that I met through the years, like, meaning like people that were good and that I felt I'm really a lot with the vibe right mm -hmm. people that were good-hearted and I, I don't believe in stepping on other people to get to where you want to no get. super shitty so through the years you know it was like little steps but it got to and being a good person and working hard it got me to places I never thought I could one day so I think that's the main secret you know work Next hard you... and be a good person Next time you go into the Met Gala, you bring me. Yes, you, <laughs> I, you bring, I hope I go again. <laughs> bring me on a big, in a big, big dress like that. Um, but listen, you say like nowadays, and with so much humbleness that you are expressing all this um, uh, kind words of advice, you are a boss lady. You represent and are the CEO or the inter builder, founder of a an immense company of beauty and fashion. And um, the bigger it gets. The more problems you get, a hundred percent. The bigger it gets, the, yeah, the more headaches you have. But it's worth it. See, yeah. How do you delegate? How you trust? Having a good team, you know, people you trust, people that know you well, and you have to train them, of course. But like having my husband as, you know, the person who's running, especially like finance, like all those things, helps me so much because I'm the creative head. But having a good team, you know, having a good relationship with your team. Uh, making sure they're happy, I think, is the secret also to building, like, you know, a company in a way, uh, running a company. Um, you need, like, you can't grow alone. So, you know, make sure your your team is happy, your employees, whoever is with you, your partners. Like, it's a relationship. So make sure they want you to grow and them to grow like as everyone yeah. in the brand to grow together but there's always going to be headaches there's always going to be it's problems but uh, it's a part of it it's a teamwork yeah. and uh that's just like soccer it's about team <laughs> and so after the zinc camila coelho what's going to be the next best thing <laughs> <laughs> um you know let me think um nothing can top this this no, conversation can top not, this. not be tough. Um, I'm going to Paris Couture now, next week. Um, Do you have a private plane? Week. No, you know, do Come you want to give people, me a private get plane? Get us a private plane. <laughs> or say, Daphne, hello. I know. Um, but for projects, you know, more launches. We're launching a new product on Alleluz. A lot of bronzing products, which we're so excited for. Would they suit uh, me or you like my skin like this? Super white? No, there the glow will be perfect on you. I should See? have brought it. You don't have it? The no. body glow? Yeah, I don't have anything. Perfect. If you're pale, well you're gonna have one. <laughs> pale. No, if you no, are I am pale, snow white, white. <laughs> pinky. 
No pedo. Ahora él quiere, quiere regalarte las camisetas de goleadora. Son made for you specifically. Girls oh, with balls. Oh, so cute. Yeah, for the de tu equipo. Oh, thank you. Para que ya formen parte oficial de las goleadoras. Ta -ra 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 -ra. Oh, so cute. But you have to give her a girls with balls. Thank G, you. there's all for you. See, that's for G. So But cute. Then it, And I love this... pink. We're a very, in a very pink moment right now. I with love Barbie pink. movie coming out. Listen, when I started doing this, it was such a challenge because the lack of reference and every girl, you know, FIFA has more member states than the United Nations. Oh, my God. The most followed accounts in Instagram are not Elon Musk or Oprah Winfrey or, or Miley Cyrus are... ¿Cómo se llama? Messi. Yeah. Soccer uh, players. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Because it's a, it's a universal language. Yeah. In some way, it brings people together. I'm sure when Brazil was playing, you were oh, like, yeah. ah, Brazil, everything. It, it gives you that sense of belonging or that proudness, prideness. And um, it's such a, a sad fact that in 2023, still in 70% of the countries, girls are not welcome, well seen when they play soccer. So how can we really talk about progress, education yeah. or peace? If you don't, you, as a girl, just because you're gender, you don't have the universal right to play and to play the most popular It's sport so in the world. Wrong. So I had to create a whole uh, branding, Sachi and Sachi, which are the greatest advertising company in the world, did it pro bono, so they put a flower, because nice. I started with girls with balls. And there was like, Eglantina, you cannot go around the world saying girls with balls. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I can, watch me, watch me. I'm gonna say, do not Google it, but watch me. <laughs> Imagine on Google Girls. Do with not balls. do not Google it. Please do oh not. You're gonna sue me with PTSD. But um, <laughs> in uh, July 8th, we're having our second edition of a partnership with the, with it with Nike to uh, in the cup in goleadoras in in Colombia. Last year we did a station with Leandra who created. Uh, well, we have. It's not just about the cup, but it has different stations of empowerment, of gender equality, yeah. of um, sports education and formation and opportunities for professionals. Um, but I thought they needed to have something feminine about yeah. it. So I, Leandra, I, it. I brought Leandra down to Bogota. Uh, to create the looks of these girls while they play. They had makeup and hair and uh, some things together with their outfits. And they were, you have no idea. They so were jumping happy. when on Nike from Seattle asked us to please do this station this year. Peachy Group um, yeah. is sending some of her talents to nice. create the look. Uh, hopefully we can have Elus perhaps to support as a makeup contributor. Yeah. And, um, I would love to. That's done. So, so I know you're busy and you're not going to be able to come, but it's a great event and uh, it, it, it gives us a lot of, as I say, reference, visibility of what women can do. Yeah. Also, besides just being beautiful, you can do many things in your life and achieve many goals. Many. And sports gives you those leadership skills. It gives you that sorority that we have to build within each other. And I feel you're such a team player. And it's been an honor for me to have you here at the Zing and to be able to close this fifth season with such an amazing, amazing, beautiful guest. Thank you so In much. In every way of, uh, of, of the words, of the feelings, I admire you. You count on me always. Thank you. Mírame la belleza, pero no las uñas, porque ella es perfeccionista. No, no, not like that. I want to stop it. Anyway, thank you, you for having to. me. Gracias.
Gracias a todos. So Thank you. Obrigada. Gente, tune in for the zing, the zing and um, thank you all for your for your love and comments and all this season staying together with us. And um, if you find any value in the conversation, you know the drill, share it, give us some heart, subscribe on YouTube. You can find the yes. zing in any platform, YouTube. Yes, everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. <laughs> Beijos, gente. Fan de queso que vamos a comer agora. Ai, tem pão de queijo? Vamos. Woo! Woo!